0: This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. It's good to be with you guys today. Um, As you know, the bye week is now over, and we can begin to move towards what is a very critical, fantastic five-game finish coming up from the Raiders. Um, Obviously, they've got the Vikings, and then they turn around four-day window and bring the Bolts back. Um, the Bolts is a game that I felt like the Raiders would have won if Antonio Pierce was coaching back when they were in L.A. That was one that the Raiders gave away. That was what was so frustrating about that game. Then you obviously have Kansas City and Indianapolis and the Broncos to end the year. So there's five really vital games. Now the Raiders sitting here at 5-7 and seven, coming out of the bye week. Find themselves with the Bills, the Bengals, the Broncos, and the Texans that all have better grades from them. Those are all the teams on the outside of the playoffs who have um, yet to get in. Uh, that you know they're on the outside, but those are the teams ahead of the Raiders. Now, I don't think this is a playoff team. I think they're nine and eight. This is what I told you. I thought they were going to be when the schedule was first released, and I reiterated it because I I do two predictions a year. I do when the schedule comes out, and then I do when the um, training camp's over they're five and seven which is where i told you both times i thought they would be and then they're you know again i think they're on pace to be nine and eight but we all know stranger things have happened i don't know if you watch the kansas city packer game but oof geez oh, pete so stranger things happen but they're still in that hunt and coming off of the bye week is so vitally important for them you know you normally want your bye week a little bit earlier but this time it just worked out tremendously because at this point of the year everybody is hurt but there's a difference between being hurt and being injured and it just wants to give people that time to heal now here are some things that i'm looking for out of the raiders this week as as they host the vikings uh, at Allegiant Stadium, what are some things that I'm wanting to see? The players got a chance to get away. It, it wasn't the same for the coaches because there is no practices. But I want to see what are some new wrinkles. I want to see that I, I know that you know there was there's been new wrinkles every week. You may remember during the Miami uh, Dolphin game. They were doing some things, and people are like, "Okay, we've seen enough of the jet sweeps. We've seen enough of it." And I kept saying to you, "Well, there's a little bit more. What well, you saw in the last game, when Jacoby Myers was going to th- was going to throw a pass. Those were some things that were, you know, being implemented. Some things that were being worked on. I want to see some more of that. I want to see um, again. Aiden O'Connell doesn't have to be Kenny Stabler or Patrick Mahomes, but I want to see a little bit more attacking." You know, he's talked about it, and it's a learning process, getting the football. And when Devontae is not available, I want to see them punish other teams. That forces them to have to make some decisions. And what a great week for Josh Jacobs to get a rest. And now let's come in with that offensive line and just, again, throw when they want to run when they want to, to be able to do things. I would like to see some mixing it up a little bit more on first down, throw a little bit more on first down. Just, again, mix it up a little bit. And, again, I think that the more you are able to implement other people, the more you'll see production from Devontae because then teams have to make some very critical decisions. And when you throw the ball, it sets up the play-action pass. So here are five things that I'm looking for this week as the um, Raiders host the Vikings. Number one is I want to see them with a fast start. I think that's really important. Get that fast start coming out of the bye week. Knock the the Vikings right in the chin. Now we've seen them start fast and kind of dwindle off a little bit. So that's my second thing. I want to see a second half fast start. I think that's really, really important. I, do, I don't I do think this team is going to get to 10 wins, but I think they could, certainly could. I don't think so, but I think they could. But if you're going to have any shot at getting there or even getting the nine wins, which is what I predicted, they can't just start fast in the first half. There's going to have to be some second half showing of that. So that's my second point. The third thing I'm looking for is offensive ingenuity. And what I mean by that is very, very simple. I don't want him to be a pass team. I don't want him to be a run team. I like the balance. But I want to see more of we're going to run when we want to, not when you dictate it. I think it just makes Josh McDaniels a much better player when he's put into a position where they don't know what he's going to do. And if you've distributed the ball a little bit more, I think that's very, very important. Three. Uh, Again, that that was number three, the offensive ingenuity. The fourth thing that I'm looking for, and I think it's very, very important, is I want to see the Raiders control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. All the big guys had an extra week to get healthy, to get better, to get some rest, to heal some hurts. I want to see them come out and take dominance of the line of scrimmage. I believe that this Raider team, the way they are equipped, can do that. Absolutely, they can do it. I've had a lot of people ask about rookies, you know, Jade Nesta, or Nesta Jade Silvera, um, Byron Young, and you may remember a few weeks ago I asked um, AP and Tony Pierce about that. And certainly they have to, you know, continue to practice better. But a lot of it has to do with just the play of the veterans. I mean, Adam Butler, John Jenkins, Bilal Nichols, Jerry Tillery. Listen, we've all uh, been very hard on Jerry for some, so for some big mistakes. But that's been corrected. We've not seen more of it. And these guys are playing at a very, very high level. We know about Max. I'm going to get more to the defensive line in a minute. I mean, but, and then on the offensive line, I want to see them just come out and dominate. This is a great bye week for Colton Miller. I'm I'm very good week for him. Greg Van Roten, this was a good week for him. Andre James, a good week for him. Jermaine Luminor, Dylan Parham, great weeks for these guys. Just get that that healing process down and then come out and, and take command down this stretch. Just come in and take command down this stretch. Very, very vitally important. And and that was number four. The fifth is I want to see production from the defensive end position, not named Max Crosby. I want to see something more there. In fairness, the Raiders' plan coming into the season was they would have Chandler, but they don't. But they don't. So then you come into the process, and what can Malcolm and Tyree give you? What can Malcolm and Tyree give you? This isn't just Tyree Wilson. It's Malcolm Koons too. And it isn't just, okay, Malcolm has a big game. Tyree doesn't. No, I, need, I think they both need to show out this week against the Vikings. Those are five critical things that I'm really looking for this weekend from the Raiders. Very vitally important from the Raiders. Now, there are two things I want to discuss with you this morning outside of those five. and Number one is players are putting on tape for the next coaching staff. Now, I have been emphatic. I hope that Antonio Pierce wins it. I want him to win it. But we don't know what's going to happen at this point. We have no earthly idea. And because of that, they need to be putting stuff on tape. They need to be doing, they they need to be establishing that. They need to be showing that. That needs to be something that, you know, they're thinking about also though, is we're going to put some stuff on tape. We want AP to get it. If he's here, we want to show him why he needs to keep us. But if he's not here, we need to show the next guy why they need to keep us. And oh, by the way, if we're a coming free agent, we need to show prospective teams what they're going to get from us. I think that's going to be um, something that's truly important. And I think Antonio Pierce is not getting enough credit. You know, he's he's talking about how you know the race is on. Those are I don't think that's a quote, but basically we're coming down the stretch and oh, running out of time. That was his term, running out of time. Not the race is on. I think that's that 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 type of motivation to the players is really vital it's extremely vital hey guys remember i hope to be here you hope i mean i, I think you hope i'm here but some of you're going to be free agents some of you maybe need to show the next staff why to keep you around i think i think that's big very very big and i think the more you find areas to motivate people the more you show areas to people to get them um thinking bigger than just today you know in football they 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 love to talk about you know we just think about the next game in front of us and that's true but i also think it's important to keep people envisioned with the big picture and that hey you're not just playing for today you're playing for tomorrow you're playing for the next opportunity playing for whoever the next coach is, whether it's me being AP or whomever. I think that's big. Lastly, I want to end with something because I had several people ask me this on over the weekend, but especially yesterday evening as losses for certain teams begin to mount and whatever. and um, But then we were talking about AP and people wanting to know, what do I think he has to do? Keep the job. Well, I've said before, if he got to 10 wins, I think the Raiders would get into the playoffs. It's not a 100, but I think they would. I think that would make it very difficult for Mark Davis to fire him. Extremely difficult. At nine wins, which is where I predicted, I think it would be difficult for Mark to let him go. Man, you got the team to over 500. That's a big deal. I think that would be very, very difficult for him. Eight and nine, I would think that there would be a chance that AP would get the job. And again, this is this is Hondo opinion here. This is this is his Hondo opinion. I think it'd be. I think there would be a chance he could keep the job at eight wins. A legitimate chance. I don't think it's over 50%. But remember Jim Carrey from the one movie. I don't remember the name of the movie, but it was So You're Saying There's a Chance. Yeah, at 8 wins, I do. If they get to 7, I think it would be difficult. 6, I don't think any chance at all. And at 7, it very minimal. So I think that's how it breaks down. I don't think, I think of course, Antonio Pierce is thinking about, I would like to be the head coach, but that's not, I mean, he's not thinking about, I'm going to use that to motivate them. This is about them. So when I say, I don't think he uses, I don't think he uses it with the players, but I know the players are talking about it. I know the players want him to be the head coach. And I think those are all things that are important to them. So again, we covered two vital issues which were really important to, to discuss. And then the five biggest things I'm looking for this weekend. I think the Raiders are in a prime position. I think the Raiders are in a really good position here. I think the bye week um, sets them up for what could be really good. Clearly, um, I think you know, we need to see more out of um, Aiden O'Connell. Clearly, I think we do. And do I, I think he has done a lot of really good things. You know, he had one sack last time, but there were no penalties on the team, which I understand that's the entire team. That's not just Aiden, but no interceptions. That was great. I think he's making uh, exponential steps every week. I just want to continue to see him making those steps. And that's what's going to really determine this team over the next five weeks is going to be as good as Aiden O'Connell is. We know what the defense is going to do. We know what Josh Jacobs is going to do. We know about the line. We know about the receivers. But I also know that Aiden has a really good relationship with Michael Mayer. And I want to continue to see that develop, two rookies. But Aiden O'Connell has an opportunity to go show this team, hey, I, I led us to above 500 or Got us to 10 wins. Again, I think the 10 wins is is possible, but not probable. But still, still, uh, this is a chance for Aiden to go show the Raiders. All right, you don't have to pick anybody. I'm your guy. And, again, I think that's this is what's going to be fascinating these last five weeks, just going down the stretch, learning the team, and watching the fight. Now, I do think it's going to be incredibly advantageous to the Raiders this weekend because I think they're going to have the home field uh, the next two games. I told you at the Chiefs, um, I didn't think it would be a home field, meaning as many Raider fans as Chiefs, and it wasn't, although the crowd, in my opinion, my opinion was louder for the Raiders than the Chiefs, even though there were more Chiefs fan there. Um, but that's because of tickets that were sold prior to the change in the regime. I think the Raiders, the next two weeks, I think the rest of the season um, are going to have their home crowd. I think it's going to be a, a not as big of a home crowd for the Broncos, again, because of people buying tickets prior to the regime change. But these next two weeks, I expect big Raider crowds. Big. It's going to give them a lot of momentum at home. It's going to be, you know, in the friendly confines of Allegiant Stadium, and think about this, guys. We could be sit gals. We could be sitting here in eleven days. The Raiders at seven and seven. I expect them to be there. Expect them to be there, and then it's a three days a three game race. And what if we see some exponential things? We saw the Chiefs. Get upset by the pack. Anything can happen. Christmas Day, Santa leaves a little magic at the Chiefs. You never know. So a lot of good things coming up. A lot of things to be encouraged about if you're a Raider fan. Really a lot of things you can be encouraged about if you're a Raider fan. And I find that to be, I think that's the most exciting part about the whole deal is there's a lot here to be watching. If you're if you're a fan, that's huge. If you're an analytical advi- uh, um, um, bystander like myself, I still think there's a lot of great things. There's people, not only does the team have a bunch of goals, I'm talking about team things, getting to 10 wins, getting to the playoffs, but there are a lot of individual things I'm looking for. I mean, I, I, I talked about this last week, but Josh Jacobs, Last week was within 160 yards of the NFL leading rusher. And we had a bye week, so clearly those numbers go up. But still, he's in the hunt. I think there's a lot here for Devontae, Michael Mayer, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, Aiden O'Connell sending a message. How about Malcolm Coons? Tyree Wilson? How about those defensive tackles that have been playing really, really well? about those young guys trying to get up and break in? There's a lot of great team stories and a lot of great individual stories. There's a lot of reasons to be excited about silver and black Raider football. I am, and uh, can't wait, and I'm sure that you can't either. So, again, from all of us here at Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, uh, thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas to all of you. Now, let me just give a couple of plugs that are really going to be good. Tomorrow... We're going to be joined by an incredible wide receiver who most of you know who he is, Braylon Edwards. Braylon was a star at the University of Michigan. Comes out the big, shiny draft pick wide receiver. Had a great career in the NFL. He is a tremendous friend of mine. He is not just a guy I know, uh, even though he's a Wolverine and I'm a Spartan, I hold him in the highest of respects um, as my friend. um, He's going to be on. And he has a friendship with Antonio Pierce that goes back to their playing days. And he also played for Jim Harbaugh. Uh, His nephew plays for Jim right now. And he's just going to bring us some really great perspectives about Antonio Pierce. Um, He loves AP. Dearly, because they're great friends. But you're going to learn a lot about AP from Braylon. That's tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, got a very special guest, um, which normally in season, I don't do a lot of the, uh, of this type of guest, but it's my good buddy, the Violator, Wayne Mabry. Um, Wayne's going to join us. Wonderful guy. Um, he has become a friend of mine since I moved to Vegas um, and began covering the Raiders. Really respect him as a man. You're going to learn a story of how he earned um, my respect. He had an interaction one time with with, uh, a child, and I'm going to share that with you. It's going to be great. But we're really going to have a great time with Wayne and a bunch of other stuff. But it's Vikings Raiders week. We're down the final stretch now. This is like a triple... Crown race and horse racing, and down the stretch they come. We're there now. This is it. Five weeks left, five weeks for a fantastic finish. Four, uh, two games, in four days. It's going to be really, really big. Looking forward to it. I'm sure that you are too. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Again, Merry Christmas to you and your families. God bless you, everybody. We'll talk to you real soon. And again, don't forget, this is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast part of the fans first sports network thanks for joining us this has been a las vegas raiders insider production on the fans first sports network whoa, whoa.